Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. The, the Luxury Lounge is here for you, the listener, to just scream to the heavens your problems with the world. And if you want your Luxury Lounge complaint read, send it to Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Tell us a little bit about what you're talking about, like this first one, Luxury Lounge Smokeless in Chicago. Great title. That's it. We're going to read it on the air. My guests and I, we will complain, complain, complain. Um, and listen... If you're out there, <clears throat> I started to cough right on you. Um, I got shows. I got shows. I got shows in different area codes. Area codes. Shows. Shows. I'm bringing the funny to your city. Shows. Shows Boston, Massachusetts, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've never been to Minneapolis, so I'm excited to come to you. San Francisco, L.A., Huntsville, Nashville, Springfield, Missouri. That is a new addition. Austin, Chicago, New York City, Dayton, Washington, D.C., Albany. All these shows, uh, there's stand-up and U-Up Live. So Boston's U-Up Live, uh, L.A.'s U-Up Live. Uh, Austin, Chicago, New York. Those are all you, you up live. The rest are stand-up dates. I'm doing, I'm bringing the funny. So go to jaredfree.com for tickets. Jaredfree.com for tickets. I'm also, if you enjoy the Luxury Lounge and you're like, I want to make sure I can get my complaint read on a weekly basis, the only way to do that is by joining the Patreon. Patreon.com slash jaredfreed. That's patreon.com slash jaredfreed. It's $5 a month. Okay, $5 a month. And that gets you two extra podcasts a week. A week. There's Coffee with J-Train. This past Coffee with J-Train, I talked about uh, the passing of my friend Taffy. Um, I also talked about... um, Guns, as crazy as that sounds, I know that sounds like a, de- a departure from here, but just you know, my own thoughts as we all have thoughts. I don't think that they're they're not too. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but you know, from one person who doesn't know what they're talking about to another person who doesn't know what they're talking about, and then I talked about um, a story about um, a, a listener proposed to his girlfriend at my Tampa show. I tell the whole story, so that's Coffee with J Train, and then. The Luxury Lounge, the, we do every Friday on Patreon, you get a guaranteed reading of your complaint. So patreon.com slash Jared free to sign up. Um, very excited. Today's guest, an OKP to the show, original key player. I think his first time in the lounge. My first time in the lounge. First it's, time. It's quite luxurious. It is be- leather-bound <laughs> yeah, books, yeah, a yeah. fire. We got the piano player, Snow Shelby, and his mahogany. finest tux and dinner jacket. <laughs> Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, J-Train. It's a pleasure. Thank you. What's going on? You have a special. Coming I have out. a so special. You might know Nimesh from, from your scrolls on the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? You, know, you blew up on TikTok. I you did. got this huge audience. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of TikTok, though, is like a passive audience. Yeah. Do you know, I know how I look at TikTok. I'll be like, I've seen that person. There's a guy I'm thinking of right now. I don't follow him, but I see him all the time yeah. because I watch his videos. And I'm like, why don't I follow? Because that's I, And I hate that I don't. I'm actually going to do it the minute we end because I don't believe in that. I should be following this guy. He does like a comic book. I like love the Marvel movie, movies. Uh-huh. So like he always explains the Marvel movies from the comic book perspective. I'm like... 
Ah, oh, there's that nerd again. You know, like I see him all the time, and I'm like, but it knows you're a nerd too. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the king nerd. You know? The algorithm knows. The algorithm knows. Yes, Do you have? Would you? You should give them names. Like these are like algorithm people. They're they're all victims of Chinese data mining to me but thank, i love the name of the special is thank you china that's the name of the special you taped it you taped it here in new york taped it in new york december 12th 2021 um it was a culmination of a year of touring mm-hmm. like 60 cities 200 shows um some of my favorite jokes are on there okay it's dedicated to my grandpa who passed but uh i would not have been able to get the tour going had tiktok not taken off for me yeah i yeah. mean that's the reality you find these people they they see the 30 seconds they go i want the the, I, the whole meal I need the whole thing yeah and that's that's how it worked out you know now i'm at eight hundred seventy thousand followers and counting and it's crazy uh, uh hoping to grow so that's the thing that you know for the listeners at home for people watching on youtube this is all an investment this is a this is a business entity you said i got the material i'm gonna tape it you yeah. put your own money into it and now you're putting it out on youtube yes sir so you can watch the full special on youtube nimesh patel at finding nimesh yes, on sir. instagram at finding nimesh on tiktok youtube.com slash finding nimesh yep You've, you'll type in Nimesh Patel. I'm the first person that shows up. Yeah, there's there's Nimesh Patel, the comedian, then Nimesh Patel, the doctor, and Nimesh Patel, the, the the Diamond <laughs> Company CEO. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen them all. So, but I'm the first one. Go on YouTube yeah. and subscribe. Don't be like me with the you know King Nerd. You got to go subscribe yep. to the YouTube channel, and then you're gonna get all this free Nimesh, you know, like, you know, this is the world we live in, but you're going to be putting out clips on TikTok. TikTok and, and Instagram to promote, but uh, yeah, the whole thing lives on YouTube and I got to say, I think it's, it'd probably be the best produced special, mm. a bar none best produced special on TikTok for sure. Uh, I mean, on, on YouTube for sure. And then... Real from, money was put in. Yes, a lot. <laughs> there was an actual investment. So that's why we need... You know, it, it is... It was a luxu- it's a luxurious special. Well, that's the thing. You're putting in money, and what bothers me, and this is a luxury lounge complaint from our end, is the people who don't admit to their follow being a currency, uh-huh. or their like, or their... You know, they're just subscribing to your YouTube channel. That's a... that's a You're paying... You paid your way in. Yeah, 100%. Uh, those those every subscriber every follower every like every comment counts because just feeds uh the algorithm and that keeps going just helps it grow and it's like a not a vicious cycle but where the opposite of that is Uh, a laughing cycle yeah yeah, a virtuous a a virtuous cycle that's that's right so what's the difference between a tiktok follower and everyone else like i know what a podcast listener is like at a Uh show they're very they know you they they you know i i listen i know when someone listens to the podcast i can feel the connection they i've been inside you know i i believe a podcast is the most intimate art form we are in someone's head right now right now we are literally in someone's body yes we are inside of you while you're walking to wherever you're going or you're doing the dishes or you're doing your laundry make sure you smoke a cigarette after that's right (laughs) (laughs) You were good. good today, kid. Good. Yeah. Good. What do you leave, leave twenty on the dresser? What's a TikTok? Well, TikTok person? followers are, are an because, interesting. Well, group. before before you get into it, because everyone here, we are all TikTok followers. We're all podcast listeners. It's uh-huh. just what type of person do we become uh-huh. with the people that we follow? So uh-huh. I would. Well, see, the people that come out to the shows 
are very varied. A, like, just diversity-wise, like, it's TikTok gets fucking everybody. Mm. It's, like, 80-year-old white people and, like, 20-year-old Indian people. It's, okay. It's a huge range. But what I found, and I've, I'm at a point to ask almost every show, <clears throat> like, was it one particular clip that mm. did it for you? Or was it the span of clips? If it was one clip, which one was it? And most of the time, it's, like, one or two clips, like, yeah, we'll go see this dude. That's it. That's it. And then other people are, like, uh, we saw all of it. We just sat, we just sat there and just went through all oh, this. Shit is all great. Well, it's so funny. We know so little. We know, you, you know, we're sitting here, and and you're saying at a, at a show, you get a live opportunity to look someone in the eye and go, "How did you end up yeah, here? Why are you here? Why are you here?" And they go, "Oh, you know, I like. I mean, I'll have people in the crowd. They're like, I, the the funniest to me is at a show. Someone will come up to me. It'll be like a." A couple and I'll like the hey great to meet you and they'll go we're charcuterie people <laughs> and you go wait a minute uh, all right <laughs> meats and cheeses yeah that's what it, I I go to open mics every night I put out you know podcasts we go I'm putting up a I have a studio inside my studio apartment that's all it takes man and then you go yell at one charcuterie board and tell it it sucks and they're like this I gotta go guy. see this guy I gotta go see this <laughs> yeah it's it's wild like how one random thing that you just said on a podcast connected connected like oh i got like people come out from back when phoebe robinson had her podcast i did mm-hmm. her podcast like i don't know six years ago people, and a lot of people come out because your podcast yeah like, oh, i saw you on jared freeze podcast mm-hmm. i was or heard you on jared i was like that's crazy like one thing connected with you and now you're here and but you committed it, 30 bucks to come see me. Yeah, I guess. It, and it's weird that we are so shocked. We The, the plan came to fruition. Yeah, well, this is what, we, what you're doing this for. But I don't see that's like I follow like eight people on TikTok. Mm. It's you, a few other comedians. Yeah. And that's it. And that's only because I want to support you guys. Of course. But also because I know TikTok is like a black hole where once you're on it you are Dude, I, you're gone i could be on it for like six Hours. days I, I this is why i have this beard i've just been in a closet looking it, at uh tick all it, week it's <laughs> it will it will turn you into like a you'll have thumb arthritis just from sitting on there and like i know even from someone who just posts and like reads comments mm. to make sure like my posts are going well like that is a time suck oh my god so i, I can't mean, imagine what it is if you're like actually being entertained on there like oh and then by the time you're done your legs are numb you've been shitting on the toilet for three hours well you know? listen make your legs numb with something different <laughs> go get subscribed to nimesh's youtube channel Please. at finding the mesh nimesh patel just google search nimesh patel comedian at finding the mesh on instagram and tiktok uh the special is amazing i know for a fact it is so well produced it looks great it's perfect for a date night put it on your tv stream it to the tv watch it on the toilet do all the stuff let's go to the lounge yes. uh hit the music i'm gonna uh i'm gonna complain first hit the music shelby jared he has some problems uh-huh, should be a very good series jared he's got some issues to do get off his chest right now Thank God you're a comedian. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue. There's with not even a, a note in lot this. Lots of things that we can discuss. Can you relate <laughs> to the problem now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you wrote this, Shelby? That was a, a J Train original. <laughs> Now, okay, my complaint today, I was in Tampa Bay, 
I'm at a coffee shop. I'm holding my coffee. I'm sitting outside on their terrace, so to speak. This guy comes up and he has a dog with him. No leash. Okay? He sits at the table behind me with a woman. The dog is now around. Mm. So I'm sitting on my phone, coffee right here. All of a sudden, the dog, his snout hits me right here. Mm -hmm. Right here. In that coveted armpit titty area. The armpit titty (laughs) area. You know, my immediate... Well, but also, I'm looking this way at my phone. Snout hits me. I go, ah! Right. And then (laughs) I screamed. Uh Because, again, I'm not expecting to be touched. A wet nose on your fucking... Anybody. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. The guy looks over and goes, they start laughing. Him and this woman start laughing. He, they go, oh, he's, he, he scared you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An animal just nudged me uh-huh. out of nowhere. Of course I'm scared. Could have been a gator. It's fucking Could have Florida. been a gator. <laughs> it's Florida. <laughs> so I, I, go, I just go, and they go, oh, okay. And they just pull the dog back. No sorry, no apology. Uh-huh. And I go back to my day. Ten minutes later, the guy comes up to me and goes, hey, man, she's a puppy. So next time, if that happens, don't worry about pushing her snout away. That's how she learns. Next time. I ain't teaching your dog. Next time. (laughs) Am I the the dog trainer? Right. Am I the dog whisperer? Am I Cesar Milan? She's done it before. How about you put your dog on a leash and hold on to them because they're a puppy and because they don't know better. Don't come up to me and start teaching me on how to teach the dog. He even said, he goes, yeah, I know some people don't feel comfortable touching another person's dog. Some people don't feel comfortable with their dog touching Touching a stranger. Yeah. White person? No. I wasn't going to make this about race. It's definitely a race thing. It's (laughs) It's definitely a white dog. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand. Uh-huh. I and and it's like any feedback to dog people makes you hating dogs. Right. And it's not that. How about you are rude? You're a bad owner. You think you're a good owner because at some point the dog will be well trained. I'm sure of that. This person seemed to have a knowledge about how to train the dog. But you're putting it on me next time. When am I gonna? Are we gonna go on the road together? Gonna make sure we teach this dog a couple new tricks. He's gonna make her do it again. So that you can teach the dog. <laughs> no, he's teaching Look, me how to teach the dog. It's going to happen in about a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, just letting you know. <laughs> Next time. Next don't, time. Don't be such a little bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. And, well, the, it's just an insinuation that, the, oh, the community is going to take care of this dog. No, it's your fucking dog. Right. Not my responsibility. Not. And, and how about an apology? How about, hey, I'm sorry an animal just snuck up on you and embarrassed you in front of everyone. I'm screaming for my dear life. <laughs> Did he buy you a coffee? No. I, 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 and I looked at him. I go, yeah, I don't care. Oh. I, I go, I don't care. I'm not here to teach your dog. Was it a, a luxurious dog? It was a nice looking dog. Yeah. It, it, it was bigger. I, you know, the idea that it was a puppy, I was like, this is a big dog. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just this, like, I, I, what happens with the dogs is you're the monster. They've put their whole thing on this dog and it's this like way for them to not have to be human beings it's kind of like uh someone with their kid who they just let run wild well, i think we're actually 
better with kids. Like if a if a kid came up and hit me yeah. on the side, you'd look at the kid and go, no. no. Right. Let's go to Nemesh's complaint. I'm sorry that, that I'm sorry that that happened to you, Jared. Yeah, I'm that thank you, you got molested by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guest's turn to complain. They're job. ready to jump in. You're ready. They've got, got lots of too. problems, oh, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. No. You can do whatever you They're want. They're invited on the what, what, what show to complain about whatever I Luxury is the ability to complain. complain. That's what the lounge is all about. You. Let's hear that complaint. I've been taking a lot of Uber Blacks lately, and uh, I gotta say, mm-hmm. love it. It's, I am up. I am, I'm, just fanning off dollar bills yeah, to Ubers. Yes, it's uh, the it, Lux on the Lyft. I do Lyft, but the Lux, and especially when you travel, New York, I'll go bare minimum yes. Uber. New York, I trust it. Mm-hmm. I trust that these guys were former cab drivers. They know the city. They're doing it right. This is other cities. You got to go up a level, right? But in New York. When I get an Uber Black mm. or a Lyft Black, and a Infinity QX60 shows up, mm. I'm canceling. It's a bad day. It's a. I totally agree. It's not a luxurious vehicle. Nope. It should not be categorized as such. Nope. It is a not to knock a Nissan Pathfinder, but that's what this car is. It is a Toyota. Tell me the difference between that and the Toyota Rav Four. Not very much. No, it's this. They're like this. I mean, Toyota Infinity is Nissan's like luxury brand. Mm-hmm. So this is the, the Nissan whatever whatever their SUV version is. I think the Pathfinder or like the Murano, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it is not a luxury vehicle. No, it doesn't. the The leg space is the the leg room is too small, and then it's usually usually. Uh, that people that are driving these cars put up that giant plastic divider. It's disgusting. The plastic divider, I don't know where they got it from. No, I don't know it's what. stapled in or with like three pieces of na- like nail. Yeah, it, and it came from a former school. Yeah. That everyone peed on it before Pe- it hand left. Handprints on it and shit. You know, it, it is a form of Uber arbitrage. Yes. Because what they're doing is they got the cheapest available exactly luxury right. car yep. to get the most amount of dollars per ride. Yeah. Because then they can float. Mm-hmm. That same person can be can go up to luxury, mm-hmm. down to X. Yep. And then and, th- and if they if they got the foldable seats one, they could mm-hmm. have an XL situation going yeah. on. And I got to tell you. It's not a luxury car. So I mean, I like Infinities. You're right. You know, but that's not a luxury car. And listen, I'm all for get the most out of your dollar mm-hmm. because that's what they're doing, but not at my expense. Correct. Like you are the pawn in this game. If it was you, you'd go, "Hey guys, you know what I got going? I got the cheapest luxury car, and I'm getting the most dollars per ride." That's yeah. why you see more of that car. I yeah. see that car a lot. All the, the fact time. that I knew right away, I know exactly what car you're talking about. I'm always disappointed yeah. when you get the Tahoe. Oh, Ooh, you, it's a new day. When you get sometimes I've been you're, lucky. You're Beyonce. You get the fucking the new Escalade or the new yes. Suburban with the captain seats. Even if I get a Toyota Highlander with the captain seats, I'm like. This is this captain, is the best. No, captain seat should be the minimum. Yes, it should be captain seat, or it is an Uber X. It yes. is a Lyft X. It, 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 the captain seat. If I'm alone in my chair, like I'm Captain Luke Picard, mm-hmm. 
we good. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the distinguishing factor. You could a Toyota Highlander with captain seats should be a luxury car. You're totally right. And, and the, you almost wonder what the factors were. Is that that just because it's an Infinity? Yes. I I you know sometimes you get the Lincoln MKX. Yeah. Fan, a big fan. I love that. Didn't car. see that coming. No. I wasn't a Lincoln guy. I wasn't. No. A, so comfortable. It's a great perch seat. It's oh, yeah. not a captain seat, but it is a very nice Yeah, they've got the little angle. thing in the middle. Yes. And you can just sit and just chill out, and it feels like, all right, you're real low in the car. Here's the other thing. When they have the mat over the back seat, and then, you know when they have, like, you go in the back seat of an Uber and has that mat to protect it? The seat covers, yeah. The seat covers. Needs to go. Get them out of here. Because yeah. I like to put down the, the armrest yeah. to put my coffee in the chair. I like to put the armrest down on top of that. On top of that, that sure it's protecting your leather, mm. but as an ex driver, I mean as a, a Uber Black rider, I'm expecting leather. Yeah, no, you. I didn't come here not like for, sticky fabric that moves no, 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 around. No, no, no. You know? I didn't come here for the rags that your grandmother, you know, stitched together to protect the seat. I appreciate the protecting the investment aspect. This is, of but it. that's the thing. We are all left. As the the losers here, yes, and that's what they're saying. You know, oh, I got the inv- infinity. But when they when someone says they're getting a good deal, that is at the expense of the person that's riding in the car. Us, and then like if and then the seat the the passenger side seat isn't bro- pushed all the way up front. Mm. You know, to, oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, maximize yeah. the legroom. I'll ask. I'll ask. Like, hey, come on, like, can, can I push the seat up? And every time they'll oblige. But a lot of times it's like in the QX with the. With a plastic divider, doesn't yeah. even do anything. It's it's hor- horrific. Um, I can't <laughs> believe we're even bitch. dealing with this. J-train I want to order a Camry, man. Well, welcome to the lounge. <laughs> J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep titling at Luxury Lounge. Yeah, we're sponsored, people. The J-Train Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You know, this is a good... I, I love the online world as a way into therapy. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, you know, for someone that's been going to therapy for years and years, I don't know if better help is for you. Mm-hmm. The better help to me is for someone like me. Mm-hmm. You know how I am? I'm like, you know, I should do this. And then I Google once and I go, ugh, I'll do it next time. Yeah. Better help is for that person. Oh, I should find a dentist. Then you go, uh, whatever. Uh, who do I go to? How does it work? So you go to BetterHelp. Many people are bound, uh, are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include, among other things, lack of motivation, feeling helpless uh, or trapped, attachment, and fatigue. I, I, burnout. This time of year, too? We're through the winter? You're, you, you know, you've been working your ass off? What a, what a great time for BetterHelp. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only case. That's not the only cause. Most things in life can lead us to feeling burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Uh, Talking with someone can help you figure out what's uh, causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. JTrain listeners get 10, 10, 10, 10% off the first month at betterhelp.com slash jtrain that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p dot com slash jtrain let's go to the emails you ready let's go to the emails luxury lounge smokeless in chicago jared and shelby hi shelby getting a shout aggressively writing this email from the waiting room of the urgent care where i they them pronouns am about to get drug tested and tuberculosis test for my new job as a teacher with chicago public schools cps 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a new listener to the pod from Two Hot Takes. The episode you did with Morgan had me dying of laughter. Well, thank you very much. We love Morgan here. I'm starting a Master's of Education partnership program with CPS. So that's Chicago Public Schools. So in addition to starting rigorous nightly grad classes in one week and studying for a state test I have to take in two weeks, I also have been in the midst of hiring shenanigans. I was sent my hiring paperwork three days ago, and they asked that you get drug tested, TB tested, and federal background check within seven days of when they sent me the paperwork. I'm quite the stoner in my free time and have taken a one-week break during one of the most hectic weeks of the school year. Warm weather equals extra recess equals tired, crying kids in the part-time class I teach. I spent one hour this morning going through the repetitive instructions and paperwork for my drug and TB test and drove 30 minutes to the clinic this afternoon. And what do they say when I pull out my paperwork? Oh, we don't need that. We have our own paperwork that we do electronically. On top of that, I had to pay $68 out of pocket to get the test done with no reimbursement. And I have to go back tomorrow to finish the TB because it's a multi-day process. And CPS no longer tests for THC as confirmed by the technician administering the test. She laughed and said all the young teachers... Come in here stressed about testing for (laughs) THC, LOL. (laughs) That's the most annoying part of the whole thing. But CPS doesn't tell you this, and it feels unprofessional to ask, even though it's legal recreationally here. So what if I had tested positive and then had to pay to take the drug test again? At least the test is fast, so I can confirm that I passed, yay. But damn, that was frustrating. Uh, Thanks for letting me vent. Eagerly anticipating the second part of my TB test. And they put in parentheses, not sincerely, your favorite stoned teacher. So this teacher is getting hired. They have to go get a TB test and a drug test Mm -hmm. all within seven days of the hiring process. What do you think? I think it's time to get high as fuck, man. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you you had a a great breakthrough that you didn't have to, uh, that you could smoke. That's the, but that's the most frustrating part of this whole email. The Chicago public schools are like, you got seven days to get this drug test done or you don't get your job. So it's now this big squid game they put you through. And it's like, and then you get to the testing center and they're like, yuck, 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 you don't, (laughs) they don't even test for weed. It's like, tell me that before I go on this stressful journey to find other people's piss because I like to fucking smoke a blunt. (laughs) Right? Like the idea that they're laughing about this after the fact and they're right. Yeah. Who's going to ask? Well, hey, we're just going to need you to get a drug test. Uh, do you test for weed because I'm a big stoner? Like, you I, don't want to that's your first entrance into the job? But I bet if, uh, uh, because it's legal recreationally there, that they, if the CPS was like, you can't smoke, mm. then they would have like a Supreme Court case. Well, <laughs> but that's the thing. They're not saying you can't smoke. Right. They're saying we don't test for THC. Yeah. Great. I'd like to know that because the minute someone slides a drug test in front of me, uh-huh. it's like, hey, um, this is going to be whether you can pay rent or not. Right. You know, and then you go, well, then, you know, when did, what? I, smoke a, when did I smoke a fatty? Uh, I, I don't want to side with uh, anyone against teachers, but uh, it's usually good to take a break from weed if you're <laughs> <laughs> just once in a while. Not, I don't mind the not, break. I know, I know teachers need to smoke because I have cousins who are teachers mm. and they both fucking smoke and eat mad weed because it's a super stressful job yeah but at the same time it's like it's good to have a break once in a while i'm not i'm down with the break what i'm not down with complaint, is not- adding the extra stress onto this yes you know hiring is a stressful process someone sh- it should say right on the thing don't worry have your gummies 
You're wink, good. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that would probably require CPS to update all their paperwork to and say. That ain't going to happen. That's no. not going to happen. I mean, Chicago public schools need a lot more work than just updating their fucking paperwork. So. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending in your luxury complaints, luxury lounge, title it luxury lounge, and then give us a little sauce of what it's about We're here at Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh. Thank you, China. That's the name of the special. Thank you, China. Do you think that will help the algorithm? I don't or know. Heard it? I don't know what it's going to do, man. I hope I hope uh, China is listening. I love China. Yeah. <laughs> China is guys Pro China. This, uh, listen, this is the first in the lounge, but you're allowed to say whatever you'd like. I've here. been all around this country, and I could tell you right now, we need some re-education camps that China's got going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> taking a hard stance. Yeah, I've been to China. Yeah. Have you been? No, I've never been. I've been. My I've mom been. went. She came back, said some very... Very not good things. <laughs> it's weird. It feels yeah. like, you know what China, China feels like? The Truman Show. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what's real and what's not. Like, I don't know if this is all in it. Because I was in Shanghai. And did, when you're in Shanghai. Did they treat you like a king? No, not particularly. I had a friend. So I did shows at a club that's now shut down, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and it was for expats. And I did these shows. And it was expats and what what was weird about the the men who moved to China seemed to move there because they wanted to date Chinese women. Of course. It, it, that was like very apparent uh-huh. and weird and creepy in a way. Yeah, I had a friend from college. We you know friend we we hadn't spoken since college. This guy got moved out to China to work for Exxon Mobil. Oh shit! He said he was walking down the street and just sees my picture on the wall. Can you imagine what a out of body experience that, that must is have been to be, so cool right <laughs> yeah, yeah and he emails because we're not close he emails our f- mutual friend who's closer with me and him uh-huh. he's like is that jared Fried? and is he a comedian like he had no idea amazing it was amazing yeah, and yeah. so he we went out and he um he was living there i think he moved back now but he came to the show we went out and he had a driver he had he was living in a american style built community for people who work out there so it's like and he was kind of saying like all this stuff is like disney world like the front of the places look nice but then behind them there's no you know you're walking down main street on emperor has no clothes right and i was like you think you'll stay here and he's like the air quality we can't have my kids here and i was like it's I, to me. I was like, that can't be that bad. He goes, it's that bad. Yeah. And I was there during a very nice time. So, yeah. you know, I'll say. And the one thing about China, sometimes you walk down a street and it will smell. And I was like, I don't know if that's like the smell of bacon. Like, if bacon was foreign foreign to me, uh-huh. I would be like, like I w- I would wonder what it smelled like to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Vegemite. Like, everyone in Australia loves Vegemite. Have you ever tried Vegemite? No. It's never. disgusting. <laughs> it's just not in your flavor profile because you weren't brought up with it. So I said to them, I go, I'm not sure if these streets smell bad to me and like bacon to you. Uh-huh. But that's what makes you show. People say the world is small. I'm like, no, the world is fucking it's huge. It's massive. People love all kinds of gross shit. It's wild. I had a good time. I mean, I had a good time. I never have to go back. Yeah, I mean, I don't see the point. Ain't going ever, I don't think. <laughs> Except to thank them. For- I mean, I'm thanking them from here. <laughs> Luxury if, Lounge. China, if-, if you need me, I'm here for you. I'll learn Mandarin, but only in the States. 
Internet Recipe Times. Jared, have enjoyed your podcast over the last several months, especially while I'm in the kitchen, which brings me to my complaint. I'm fairly new to cooking, having spent my 20s and early 30s in the city where I didn't need a need or desire to cook regularly. I've enjoyed this new experience and the countless blogs out there to help me along. However, these websites do not present an accurate representation of how long it takes to get a dish to the table. The time it takes to prep and measure ingredients is severely underestimated and it regularly takes me double the time estimated to finish a meal. Uh, I know I'm still a newish cook, but come on, let's present a more accurate recipe, which includes time to dice an onion, cube chicken, and measure all the spices. Thanks. What do we think? Get better knives. Is that you think the knives are taking the double the time? No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I totally agree with this person. Yeah. You know what? I don't like anyone that writes in the culinary world. Uh-huh. The culinary world, and it's culinary, I, I understand. Let me say it right. Culinary. There have you ever read I mean, everyone in the food world doesn't understand that we need info. Yeah. We don't want your glowing tale of a trip to Italy and the first time you had a good ragu. No. Give me give me the time to cook. Give me the amounts. Give me the ingredients. Give me the you know the the, the parts I'm gonna have to look out for, where mistakes are made. I've read a lot of recipes where or been on a lot of websites where the recipe is all the way at the bottom. This is my point. And uh uh it takes longer to read the tale behind why their yeah. grandma made this special dish and, and <laughs> I ha- hate that and, and, so much and how it helps you connect with that one time your whole family came over you had the best fucking meal ever it's like it's tell me all these people how many cloves of garlic exactly make one it's thing all the way at the end and then there's ads and you're like is that it yeah all these food bloggers were too afraid to tell their parents they wanted to be creatives so they had to do it under the guise of, oh, I write about food and I give ingredients. And then they bring you in with their stupid story and their tale. Uh, you know what else this happens? With food reviews. I'm a huge fan of the Infatuation. Infatuation okay. has a great app that you can find cool spots to go to in a town that you're in. Mm-hmm. Every review. Have you guys ever played Mario Kart growing up? And you're like, get the fuck out of here with your... <laughs> Comedic take on... I don't need your after-school snack story. Yeah, I want to... Get me to the goods. Was it good? What should I get? What time of day to go? Are there chicks there? Done. Boom. J-Train Podcast. You got to write some. You got to write some food reviews. Luxury Lounge. Unnecessary plain food. Mm. Jared, coming at you with a luxury complaint as I sit on the tarmac waiting to take off. I'm flying to London from the East Coast, and they keep making announcements about how there will be both dinner and breakfast on this flight, even mm-hmm. though it's only a six-and-a-half-hour flight. Normally, I'm all for airplane food. But this flight takes off at 10.30 p.m. Why is this necessary? We're going to have a late dinner. Uh, who wants to eat shitty baked ziti and chicken from American Airlines in the sky at midnight? Didn't you just indulge at the airport and can wait until breakfast? All I wish is they'd give us a nice midnight snack or dessert and let us all go to sleep instead of stinking up the plane. Am I the only one who feels this way? Thanks for letting me air my complaint. I love this complaint. That's a good complaint. Right? I mean, but I appreciate I think it's a luxury to have food given to you at any time. Two meals. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Well, here's what they're trying to do. What the airplane is trying to do is get you on the time of the place you're going. Ah. So they're trying to say 10.30 dinner. No, 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 no. That's not 10.30 dinner. They're saying it's 6 o'clock or wherever. It's it's dinner time wherever you're going. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get you in the... But to me... 
they ain't fixing the issue. You're still going to be tired. It's still going to be 1030 to you when it's you gonna get there. It's going to smell in first class. It's still going to smell. I agree with this person. Let's switch up the snacks. Give us, uh, give me a bowl of popcorn. You know, I want a midnight snack. Give me, give me something that I would make in the kitchen when I'm a little bit hungry before bed. Give me a bowl of popcorn. Give me something, you know, uh, an ice cream sundae. Something, a pint of ice cream. Turkey sandwich? Turkey sandwich. Let, let's keep it simple, people, and treat me like an adult. You don't have to try and trick me. I'm not a child who's going to go, oh, I guess it is dinner time. No. And I don't want no British breakfast. No, I, yeah, I don't want your banger Bean. and eggs. Beans and yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah, don't give me a, that fucking <laughs> fart meal they served you in England. No, Here you go. It's quite the treat. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Gravy at 8 a.m.? Yeah, what Get out of here. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, give me an actual bacon and eggs like an American. Yeah, I'll, I'll, the, the, <laughs> England starts in the airport, yes. not on the plane. This is American Airlines. Yes. You'll understand? <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh. Go right now. Watch the special. Go pause this. Go on YouTube. Search Nimesh Patel. Get the special. Just have it in your queue, and you'll be ready to go. Thank Responsive you, people. China. It's called Thank You, China. <laughs> I do not endorse the Thank You, China. <laughs> MeUndies wants to help make the summer the most comfortable one uh, you'll never forget. Because when you're living your best life, uh, the last thing you want to do is worry about butt sweat. I gotta say. I love MeUndies. I'm a huge fan of this company. I, you know, I'm a fan of any purchase that improves your life. Hmm. And that's what new underwear does. Because look, it, we're all hard on ourselves. We don't even realize how hard we are on ourselves. I'll give you an example. You have a pair of underwear that you are dealing with. You wear it when the laundry's basket's full. That pair of underwear you should never have to deal with. You should never have to have this Sophie's choice of, oh my God, I got no underwear. I guess I have to wear old red. No, get rid of old red. Throw it away. Be good to yourself. Gets Join em- me undies. Emergency me undies. That, and that's the thing. We're refreshing the underwear carousel. Take one off the back, throw it in the garbage, get a new me undies. And how, they come in great colors and all sizes. And how flavors. often do you refresh your underwear? Every month. Every every month you throw yeah, out underwear, you buy new underwear. Man, that, that, they have you can sign up to be a MeUndies member, and they'll mm. just send them to you. Hmm. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get fifteen fifteen percent off fifteen percent off. If you sign up for their free to join membership, you get twenty five percent off your first membership item. That's a lot of money, people. To get fifteen percent off your first order, twenty five percent off your first membership item, and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Luxury lounge. Naked ladies in the sauna. For it. <laughs> is that the game we're playing? At, <laughs> yeah, I guess if I was in the sauna and yes. a naked woman walked in, I wouldn't be too upset. Yeah, yes. But let's see. Share and guess. My best friend brought the group chat to your show a couple weeks ago. We are all now in love with the luxury lounge. Thank you for your service, LOL. Okay, so about four days a week, I go to the LA Fitness by my apartment. This is a pretty average gym. It has your usual cardio equipment and free weights, a pool, and saunas in each locker room. Here's my issue. I like to take 10 to 15 minutes before my workout to chill in the sauna. Before? That's bold. That's crazy. Before? That's nuts. What are you doing? 
Maybe I don't. Are they, are they, are that's they, my complaint. Who that, goes to the sauna before their work? Is that new? After, science? like to me, the the sauna is the cherry on top of yeah. the workout. Like that's what you get to look forward to. Yeah, it feels like you actually worked out once you you earned it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll go with them. Uh, I like to take five, 10 to 15 minutes before my workout to chill in the sauna, finish my pre-workout, listen to some J-Train. Well, that's a good move. Um, probably every other time I'm here, an older woman will walk in naked, fully naked. This is not just one person either. It's like there's a whole cohort of older ladies who think it's fine. I get that you want to hang in the sauna after your water aerobics or whatever, but like, can you at least put on a towel? I should clarify this is a dry sauna. Oh, my God. Not a steam room. Most of us are in here fully clothed. Clothed? This, this, I don't this, understand. This sauna, the clothed in a sauna? What are you doing? These group, this group of naked ladies is complaining about this person. Yeah, why is there, <laughs> why is there a woman in here in her sneakers? Yeah, <laughs> she's listening to some podcast. <laughs> there was a woman in jeans in the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> what What's she doing? doing? Everyone's wrong here. Yes, everyone is wrong. The, the emailer and listen. I know you're in the lounge, but I, oh, you're two adults are here going. What are you doing? This process seems off. This is like from the. This is from like a, you know the upside down world. Yeah, Twilight Zone, <laughs> LA Fitness. I should clarify: this is a dry sauna, not a steam room. Most of us are in here. Most of us are in here fully clothed. So even just being in a towel is pushing it. I have no understanding of this. I'm all about women's empowerment, but there's a time and a place for aggressive nudity, and it's not the gym sauna. Thanks for letting me vent. What do you think? Well, first, of I all, think I'm more on. The, if it's between fully clothed and naked, I'm on naked side. I'm, I'm sorry on, to say it. I side with droopy titties every time. <laughs> well, that's that's the real complaint. Yes. Don't come in here with your old body yeah. and ju- and make us have to deal with the 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 thought of. Time is coming at us quickly. We yeah. all, you know, you're facing us. We're now face to face with our own future. You don't want to see skin drier than the wood in the sauna. You know what I mean? It's just sitting there, <laughs> stuck making all that <laughs> noises yeah. on the fucking. On the, I, I, I've been to LA Fitness saunas. They're not that big, so no. it's a it's a tight spot to be in with a gaggle of old naked women. <laughs> I'm on. If it's the steam room, I'm cool with naked. I don't like naked at all. Really? No, I think. But I mean, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna be like. Ugh. I'll just be like, all right. I'll internalize that discomfort, yeah. and I'll make sure I spend a little less time in there. Well, sometimes you get guys that'll go into the sauna and they're naked stretching. Yeah, they're like, take a look at all the nooks ball, and crannies. Balls hanging low. Yeah, it's like, all right, we get it. Enough, man. dude. You're we comfortable, and you've given up. Uh, I think there's something to when you're married. And you have so little room for self-expression that this becomes the fairgrounds <laughs> yes. for it. You're just like, you know what? I am me. I'm going to let the freak flag fly. I go naked in the dry. Gray naked in the dry everywhere. sauna is as weird as clothed in the dry sauna. 100%. There's got to be an in-between. The towel makes sense to me. Wrap the towel around. You take a seat. Look at everyone in the eye. How you doing? How you doing? Goodbye. Here's my solution for the complaint. Go home. Mm. Print a sign. Mm-hmm. Towels only. Post, post post it up there. No one will take it down. Yeah, put an you're LA Fitness LA, logo yeah, on the bottom. Yeah, you, you're in LA Fitness. Yeah. They don't even check in there. They're not even cleaning it. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Yes, sir. The king of TikTok. Chicken TikTok Masala Nimesh. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Chicken TikTok Masala. Love. <laughs> Speaking of chicken TikTok masala, (laughs) Uh 
Luxury lounge. Delayed wedding. Hmm. I know a okay. thing or two. Yes. You were, I was just at your wedding. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming. I came. Thank Beautiful you for time. Gift. Thank you. Great wedding. Did I get you a gift? I think you did. You got some cash, I believe. I don't think I did. I'm a late giver. Oh, well, if you didn't, I don't then, bring it. I well, will, then I think you checks in the mail. Thank you in advance. Yeah. I thought you <laughs> did. If you didn't, you know, it's fine. No, I don't think I did. It's coming. Well, whatever. Would you rather, does it bother you to get a late gift? I don't care at all. I don't, it, right? Uh, I've, I've definitely forgotten wedding gifts. Yeah. Oh, so, I have. So, so apologies to anyone that's <laughs> listening or any of my friends whose wedding I've been to. I forgot to get you something. Um, but so I don't really pay attention to it. So Nimesh was married three times. Trace. You had three weddings. Explain each wedding. We were supposed to get married in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in our Indian American ceremony is supposed to be in March of 2020. Yeah. And our American ceremony is supposed to be in May of 2020. Obviously, okay. uh, something happened. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> a little pandy wandy, as Chris yeah. Stefano would call That's it. That's right. And, Sniffles uh, went around. Yes. And uh, so we had to delay. Well, we thankfully delayed the March one, the Indian one, because uh, my wife and I both got COVID like a week after. Mm. So had we had that March. You would have been a super spreader it would, We would have killed like every Indian in New Jersey for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, the, the Indian American one, that's uh, the one with. The three days and like the, the four hour walking around a fire thing. Okay. So we had we were going to do that. And then that got pushed because it, our wedding was supposed to be like four days after New Jersey shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the American was supposed to be May of 2020. That got pushed until April of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got married legally on our roof of June 2020 because my grandpa was super old and wanted to make sure that he saw me get married before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then the Indian one got pushed till November 2021 because mm-hmm. what ended up happening was everyone that had their weddings delayed, the instant shit opened up again, everyone booked everything right away. It was all right, yeah. And now you're dealing with the people that had changed it and the people who are doing 2021 Exa- anyways. Yeah. Exactly. And then we had to, you know, you know, talk. Thankfully, I didn't do a lot. Thanks. Shout out to my mom, my sister and my wife and uh uh, and the vendors that like mm-hmm. were so accommodating, but like my sister, my mom, my wife, like ended up on the phone with like every vendor mm. trying to reschedule everything and making sure it all worked. And the only dates that worked were like November 2021 for the Indian one, and then April 2022 of this year for the American. Man, a wedding planner must see an Indian come to their door and just go, "Oh, the oh, money truck's coming!" Oh yeah, <laughs> seven day you know, event. These, these planners, they're worth every penny. Yeah, and like the day of, people are worth every penny. But what a lot of pennies that is! A lot of it's pennies. a lot of pennies. Well, let's go to this one: luxury lounge delayed wedding. Longtime listener, a friend of mine has informed our friend group that they will be having a wedding ceremony and reception next summer on average four hours away from our friend group. Only problem is they were scheduled to host their wedding in 2020 and ended up having a private ceremony that summer. Essentially, they will have been married for three years and are now rehashing it after the fact. Can't we just move on and not add another wedding to our schedules just so they can have a party out of the way for everyone? This, this sounds like, uh, is this about me? I don't know. I, it might <laughs> be. Someone, <laughs> someone cool. I, need a, I need a name of this fucking person. Right? Very honest email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know anyone that came four hours away unless they were like stuck it's, in New Jersey traffic. But, this uh, person, the problem is the four hours. Yeah. And, and here's where I would agree. I, I oh. if you sh- What I liked about your wedding 
was that all the the pomp and circumstance is that am I saying that wrong? Pomp, no, yeah. pomp, pomp and circumstance yeah. yeah, was shooken off. Mm-hmm. It was a two minute ceremony. <laughs> it was. It was literally a two minute ceremony. <laughs> it was cocktail hour and get the fuck out of there. Let's start dancing. Yep. And there were a couple speeches, but everything just kind of went. And speeches were great. And the speeches were great. Yes. And your sister did a great job. Uh, Amy's dad did a great job. It was fantastic. Thank you me. know, the, the, the pep boys, the Indian pep boys that came up. <laughs> the pep boys and <laughs> <Yeah>. my cousins. <laughs> Neem had a, a quintet of cousins. Yes, that sir. Just, yes, sir. Just went size down. Yep, it, was just, yep, it just yep. looked like um, like haircuts on the uh, Indian barbershop wall. Yeah, I want that one. Yeah, 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 yeah for so, sure. <laughs> but they were all great but what i loved about it was like it wasn't uh, you know things weren't suited up no. it was very much top button undone let's have a fun time 100%. and that's the that to me that is why people should have multiple weddings yes have your grandma's dying grandpa's dying wedding yes you know have that one on a roof where everyone holds grandpa's hand and yeah. we don't have to like you know work our way around him uh-huh Get that out of the way. Get wrinkles out of here. Yeah. <laughs> then, <laughs> then have the fun wedding yeah. where we we dance through pa- this whole thing. Party and, and do and, drugs. And what this person is right about, don't make it four hours away. Yeah. Make this. Yours was in Brooklyn. I took an Uber. Uber home. Slept in my own bed. Yeah. It was a beautiful night that ended with me cuddled up in my own bed having a great old time. So yeah. that's what I'm talking about. If you're going to do the multiple weddings... Make the one that, you know, make them shake out all the shit we don't want to do. Exactly. I mean, that was kind of what we didn't want. A, a huge thing is also, I mean, I don't know if this is uh, uh, relatable to this person mm. and the person getting married. Is like, we didn't want to lose the deposit. Yeah. It's a huge amount of money. And so, so you, if you ha- move it along, <laughs> yeah, you, you keep the deposit. You still have to yeah. do it. You okay. know what I mean? Otherwise, you lose that shit. But on top of that, it's like all this built up. Like, oh, we're going to have a fucking party. Mm. Is That's the only thing that's left. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, it it's like we're going to feed you. You're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. You're going to dance. And you're going to be close to where you want to be. So, like, yeah. the four-hour thing is, is annoying. That's the annoying that's part the annoying because you're part. like, oh, man. And what this couple's doing is they're like, you know, they're trying to pop the balloon that's uh-huh. been blown up over all these years. They yeah. still have, like, just like you said, like, there's this payoff of, yeah. like, we're having our party so that we can move on in the timeline of life. Yes, exactly. It's such a it's such a a fun thing. Like I I didn't expect like I thought it was gonna be fun, but I didn't expect to have as much fun as I did. It's great. Time. It was a great time. Great wedding. Jtrain podcast at gmail dot com. We got time for one more. Go to your friend's wedding. Jtrain podcast at gmail dot com. Ooh, I like this last one. We got one more time for one more. Two more. We got time for two more. Look at that. Okay, let's do it. Luxury Lounge, audiobook voices. Papa JT, I have a Luxury Lounge complaint. I think you'll appreciate it. Turns out that I can't be left alone with my own thoughts and was constantly plowing through all of my podcasts in desperate need of more. A friend recommended I try audiobooks since they're usually eight plus hours of content. My main gripe with audiobooks is that most of them have the same narrator doing every single character in the books. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, at least try and make up a, a voice. Like, I would like to see the same narrator, but they have to come up with the voices. Of course. That's fun. Um, often making... Oh, so they so they do do that. Uh-huh. Doing every single character in the books. Often making ridiculous voices to portray a child, an old man, and strong accents. I'm coming on 
Uh, I'm counting on you to do some exaggerated voiceovers of a woman pretending to be a deep-voiced man. It becomes so distracting to hear this one person try to play like 10 people. <laughs> See, that's the fun of it to me, yeah, but I understand. Um, can we not uh, up the budget to have one more person doing the ho- more feminine characters and another for the more masculine characters? How low budget is this audiobook that it has to be a one-woman show? Jared, I know you aren't much of a reader, so I'm sorry to report that this may not be the best avenue for you either. Thanks for the uh, safe space, XO. Yeah, I'm not a big reader. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe she should stop reading, uh, listening to Harry Potter <laughs> books. And Dumbledore came down the mountain. I have a wizard tale to tell. Yeah, it, this, <laughs> it's probably just and J.K. And the children Rowling. came in. Hi, Dumbledore. Yeah, like that would That's be pretty good. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate I, it. But it would be annoying. Like. I can understand where you're like, oh, that's your kid, that's your Dumbledore, that's your, you know, that's your parrot. Well, a lot of <laughs> these, a lot of these uh, <laughs> book narrators aren't necessarily actors and actresses; True. they're just professional voice people, which is a very similar skill, but uh, still different. Well, professional voice person is like having a listenable voice. Yes, it's not necessarily an active. You know, showman voice. But having done, right. having done voice work, I can tell you that it requires a tremendous amount of skill just to differentiate between two things. Really, and like they, this person should appreciate the talent that this person is reading is putting. It's so fucking hard. It's like it's damn near impossible. You did a cartoon. I did a cartoon where yes. I voiced where I voiced a pansexual tiger. Yes, and a bee. I remember the tiger because the tiger, you did a very... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Me? Yeah. The I... tiger was very... Um, it felt like you did a... It was a... a, a it, it was a turn on the evil lion from the Lion King. Yes. It was that... What's his name? Scar. Uh, Scar, yeah. It felt like you were doing Scar, gay Scar. Gay Scar was like one of the inspirations for yeah, that's sure. What I- <laughs> I just, I'm happy. W- well, I, I, you achieved the gay Scar because that's you, what I th- felt like I was there. And then I did a, there was a, I think in one of the episodes that we did, we did three episodes. One of the episodes I had to pay like, I play a, a very high pitched B. Okay. Hey, everybody. Come on, man. I'll, I'll fuck you up, man. I'll fuck so you up. That's no the B. Yes, that's me. That's me, the B. But like I can do that. It's but so weird to see that voice come out of your mouth. If you're watching on YouTube, you're getting a show right now. It's so fucking hard to do. Yeah. So if someone is doing that eight, nine times, like the skill required is like you'd have to be okay, you know, me, Hank Azaria. Well, that's the thing. That's where you go. Hank Azaria is like a talented that's guy. I know, requires he, a lot I know of he's work. your people's enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck you, Hank. <laughs> You heard me? <laughs> I know. That's, you know, no, 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 Jewish people have Hitler. Right. The Indian, Indian people, people have Hank Azaria. Azaria. So, if I go back in time. <laughs> baby Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria is. <laughs> so give me different characters. Let's see if I could differentiate. Like if you gave me, give me a background. Shelby, let's name some characters that we can do. Let's let's. Can you do Baby Hank Azaria? Yes, Baby Apu. Uh, baby. <laughs> let's get Jared canceled by Andy. Shop, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. I can I see, like it's that's what I'm saying. It's so yeah, fucking yeah. hard. Well, give me a character. We, we, we have a. How about a? Uh, I guess in Hank Azaria's defense, every voice becomes somewhat racist. Yes, for sure. 
if you're playing a race. And I guess if you're playing a, a race. If, you're, if it's a caricature of yeah, that race, then that, that's the, fair. It has to be racist by definition. How about a. Uh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> how about a, a Monopoly man? Is that what's underneath there? What's underneath? Under, underneath the crown? No, underneath the crown is actually two Jews. Um, oh, well, I mean, you could do that easy. Reading the paper. <laughs> oh, see that? But I guess that's racist. That was anti-Semitic. I, don't, I wouldn't consider that. But that's I, not anti-Semitic no. at all. It's a, hey, look, oh, we're reading the paper. How about... Um, Grimace. A, Grimace? A, a Grimace the Hill? The yeah, the Purple Hill. You know, that's a hill. He's you know, hill? Grimace... The, the, Google Grimace it's is a, a hill? purple hill. That's... How high, out of your mind high, was that person be like, hey, let's have a hill that has a face on it? What's that got, What's that to do with fucking McDonald's? I have no clue. The Hamburglar. Yeah. I came for your burgers. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Is that what they sound like? I don't Grimace, know. Grimace, hey. Because I just imagine a hill looking like a dot. Sad. Deep. Hey, who ate my burgers? I'm Grimace. <laughs> how, about, how about a female fisherman? Female fisherman. Female fisherwoman, who's who's just hooked something, okay, doesn't have the strength to reel it in because she's a woman. She's missing. She's missing <laughs> an arm. <laughs> missing an arm. Yeah, okay, so armless fisherwoman. Yes. It's hard. This <laughs> it's, is hard. It's so self conscious. So self conscious. And you're like, I, I have give to give me that. Hey, give me that. Give me some help with the line. That's good. I need some help. That, Come on, mates. You sound, Get to the after the ship. You sound like a school bus driver, but it's, okay, it's getting okay. there. See, it's, the, it's, you know, we're trying here. We're, so, we're spitballing. We write to edit. So all that to say that this person who is complaining about. It's a, it's a hard job. It's, it, a, it's a very hard job. It uh, also would amp the budget not just for hiring someone well the the, the, the cost would be turned over to you your book your your yeah. your eight dollar audiobook is now a 16 dollar yeah book, which you would you pay that should, that's really the solution mm-hmm. is give us options mm-hmm. you get the full cast or you get the one dumbledore yeah you want some like my friend sahib has a joke about it like uh if you if you can't afford Audible, you get Scribd or whatever. Okay. And Audible, it's like the author reading the book, but mm. it's Scribd. It's like his joke goes, it's just some guy <laughs> in between DoorDash runs. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> exactly. So Harry Potter went to the uh, Prince of Azkabar. Okay, well, hold on. I'll be right back. I yeah. gotta go make a delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty funny, but like that's what it is. Up your life. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got one more email. Do it. Here with Nimesh Patel at Finding Nimesh on all platforms, but especially YouTube. We want you to watch the special. It's called Thank You, China. It's a spectacular special. It is well produced. Lots of money, lots of time, lots of effort. Toward the whole country, practicing it, ready to go for the bigger masses. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what it's all about. Yes, sir. Luxury Lounge. Bikini Bodybuilder Woes. Okay. J Train, Feather Feather, I have a very specific complaint. I am a new bikini bodybuilder, mm-hmm. meaning a strict diet, six days a week at the gym, a coach, and a high degree of discipline needed for a minimum of 16 weeks pre-show. This sport is fraught with luxury complaints, but here are a few. One, the diet. But not what you think. This sport is rather extreme to get stage lean. Tons of people in my life have been asking me how I lost the weight, roughly 25 pounds, picture included. So... Here's a before and after. Oh my god! Goodness, that's a lot of weight to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she looks great. I mean, but I understand that this isn't a normal twenty. Like she didn't need to lose twenty five pounds. 
and then she gets into lean shape for the show mm-hmm. and it's a this is a like the idea that her weight loss could be relatable to me is crazy right 25 pounds in that amount of time is ridiculous tons of people in my life have been asking me how i lost the weight but more specifically want the exact meal plans my coach made for me not only is it annoying that i paid for this service and now they want just want it for free but i also now i have to but all i also now i have to go into the detailed explanation of how that worked for me is how what worked for me is specific to me and might not work for you yeah, this isn't to say what did you eat. Yeah, there's so much that goes into it. This is a rigorous process. Yeah, this is a job. Yeah, <laughs> two nothing fits with having leaned out for stage stage pictures attached. We saw the stage pictures. None of my clothes fit. Some competitors have on and off season clothes, but that seems a bit ridiculous to me. One, who has the closet space, and two, who has the money? They should have a line of clothing like maternity wear that are adjustable for competitors on and off season. Three, maybe that's a business for her to start. Mm-hmm. If there's enough Sound, people that do it. this competitive thing. And a meal plan business. Yeah. Three, po- posing practice at the gym. Not only are clear heels required in the sport. That's insane. <laughs> Who was in charge? It's just one dude with a cigar. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> yeah that's a nice heel. Clear heels <laughs> with fish in the heels. Yeah. Uh, she writes, pseudo-conservative stripper heels. See video attached. Do we have the video? No, it's not worth it. Okay. But my gym doesn't allow use of the private fitness classrooms outside of group exercise. What that means for me is posing on the very busy gym floor and garnering plenty of watching eyes and questions, which leads me to my last point. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be doing those poses in public. I, I don't even like looking at myself in the mirror in public generally. No. Four, no longer an anonymous gym goer, having to work out six days a week for 18 plus weeks has meant that my once anonymous gym solace has been robbed by people coming up and asking what I'm doing, etc. Oh, now you're the pro. Mm-hmm. They want to know, well, well, what can I take from you? It's brain drain in a certain way. I'm grateful for the support, but I, like you, gym goer, have places to go and things to do and just want to get back to my already hour-long workout. This a- added chit-chat unnecessarily extends my already long gym session not to mention pushes off my meal times. Please just let me finish so I can eat my fish and asparagus in peace. Can't a smile and a wave suffice, folks? Sincerely, uh, yeah. No complaint is too small, but my waistline is getting to be. What do we think? First of all, keep the effort up. You look good. Mm. Uh, invest in some noise canceling headphones that say "fuck you." I would get the big headphones. Yeah. You got to get, that's what they need to get. The comically huge ones mm-hmm. that you have to literally go, sorry, couldn't hear you and lift off of your ear. That's the only way out yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. And they got to say, don't talk to me. Yeah. They, on the side, I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. Your work zone. Exactly. <laughs> Stay clear. You got to no, look Because like- you have to do the, excuse me, because the small headphones don't ward people off no, enough. No, they don't. They're not enough on a warning side. They're, no. Oh, you can just go like this. No, you got to no. get the, this on, you got to wear a hoodie. You got to look like Mickey Mouse. Exactly. Yeah. You got to you got to put some ho- hoodie shit on. Yeah, it's time to start wearing resting bitch attire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> resting bitch attire. Yeah, because I understand what they're saying. Like at the gym now, if you're and especially if there are six days a week, you have men there. Men are looking to talk to women. It doesn't matter. I Do men this, talk to women at the gym? Oh my god, Is men it? will talk to women no matter what. I guess you're right. I I had this issue. I go to the field to work out. I go work out in the field, and I do these. Out here. 
out on the West Side Highway. Uh-huh. And I go out and I do a four zag workout. The four zag workout, 44 minutes, beginning to end, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I have the headphones in. I'm on the 44 minutes. I don't want to stop it. Right. Sometimes I'll see someone I know and they're like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in the middle. This is going. Right. Like, I don't want to pause this. I want to, be, I want to, do, I want to get out. Part of the workout is doing it the within the 44 exactly, minutes. Exactly, yeah. It's not stopping and taking a half hour break. Can't rest. That no. Changes your heart rate up. Podcast at gmail.com. Nimesh Patel, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Luxury Lounge. Thank Everyone you very much. Everyone go follow Nimesh at Find Nimesh. But also, the special. Go watch it. Please. Go enjoy it. It's fantastic. You're going to love it. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.